Hello, Pod. I'm Chris Hewitt, and welcome to the first episode of Celebration of Cinema, a brand new limited series of podcasts brought to you by Empire in association with those fine folks at Meerkat Movies from Compare the Market. The goal of this show is simple. This infernal pandemic has reminded us all of the important things in life. And for most movie fans, the impact that it's had on cinemas and the very act of cinema going, which so many of us had taken for granted, has been devastating. Earlier this year, Empire launched an entire issue dedicated to celebrating cinema going, and that campaign is something that we have continued since. Hence, this podcast, in which I will talk to a figure from the world of film every week for the next six weeks about their most memorable movie-going experiences. I'll be asking them searching Paxman-esque questions like, what was the film that lit a fire under the cinematic backsides? What film made them laugh the most, cry the most, or scared the bejesus out of them the most? What's their favourite cinema in the world? And, perhaps most important of all, what is their movie snack of choice? First up is the wonderful Olga Kurylenko, the Ukrainian actress who has starred in the likes of Quantum of Solace, The Death of Stalin, Seven Psychopaths, to the Wonder and Oblivion. She recently starred as Taskmaster, I think that cat's out of the bag now, in the latest movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Black Widow, which gave me the perfect chance to jump onto Zoom with her recently and ask her about her movie-going memories. In particular, she waxed lyrical about one film, the film that she has seen most in a cinema in her life. And I am telling you, right now, you will not be able to guess that movie. You could have a hundred guesses, you still wouldn't get it. Go on, give it a go. Write down a hundred movies right now and let me know afterwards if anybody got it right. And play nice now, no cheating. Anyway, I had a lot of fun talking to Olga and I hope that you will too. Enjoy. We are delighted to be joined in this very special celebration of cinema podcast series by the wonderful star of Black Widow, Olga Kurylenko. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, <laughs> very very good indeed. Uh, have you had a chance to see Black Widow in a cinema yet with an audience? I have not, and I've planned to go, but I just haven't. I've been so busy, well, promoting and actually preparing some other new projects that it's just I'm. I'm very upset about it. <laughs> I have. I need to watch it on the big screen. I have to do it, and um, I'm going to do it. I want to see it on on IMAX. That would be great. Oh, that'd be fun. Would you go as yourself? Would you go in the Taskmaster costume? Of course, I'd go fully suited. You know, in the helmet and Taskmaster suit. I mean, that's how you do it, right? I mean, that's the and normal. You know, I don't want to be noticed. So why, you know? Stand yeah, up. I don't want to be noticed, so I'll turn up dressed as my yeah. character for why, the film. Why should I stand up? <laughs> and then obviously yeah. when the big reveal happens and you are revealed as Taskmaster in the movie, you could stand up in the cinema, take off your helmet and take a bow. Exactly, right? That's a great show. Listen, you know, if Marvel want to pay me for marketing ideas, then I am... <laughs> I am absolutely here for that. But uh, well done. Well, yeah, you know, it's a nice sideline. It's a side hustle, but uh, but it, it does bring up an interesting and, and semi serious point, which is, of course, we've we've we're living through a pandemic and cinemas were locked down around the world for the longest time. Um, I missed it intensely. What about you? How, what did you miss about going to the cinema? Oh, I missed 
you know, images on a big screen, good sound, this, this, this surrounding sound and just the intensity of it and, uh, and popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw it in there. Um, yeah, you know, like, the, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's such a, an amazing experience. It's, you, you feel it. It's a completely different experience than watching it on a smaller screen at home. I'm, I'm excited that it's all back. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very, very glad. Very, very glad indeed. So let, let's 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 take you on a little trip down cinema memory lane. What was cinema like for you growing up? Did you have, did you go to the cinema much? Did you have a local cinema that you that you love to frequent? You know, I was uh, well, I was born in the USSR, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. and uh, um, and throughout most of my childhood, it was USSR. I think it. Uh, collapsed when I was like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, so during those times, um, you can imagine, we didn't have much coming through. Uh-huh. Um, yes. I remember there were cinemas. Um, there, you know, there wasn't a lot. Um, but So I, I have seen probably like two or three films uh, in my entire childhood in the cinema. Everything else was TV. It's just we didn't have that... I guess we didn't have that culture, but also I don't know if it's about the country or it's also about the place where I come from. I, I was born in such a small town; it's a provincial town. And back then, you know, if capitals were did weren't that developed, imagine a small town. There was nothing. We had nothing. Uh, but yeah, I do remember I did watch a film in the cinema, and that first film was Amadeus. And I remember seeing that as a child, that it completely terrified me and traumatized me. Um, it was just, I, you know, I was, I'm, I'm very sensitive. So I just took it all close to heart. And I was like, I was really living it. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a heavy film to see for a child. That is, um, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't, I think, do you know what the second one was about? Gosh, I re- I think it was about, I wonder if it, was it E.T. or something? It was something, something cute. (laughs) (laughs) But I, you know, I'm not sure if I, I'm just, there was something like that, but I I, I actually, I can't be sure. But yeah, I didn't see much. Yeah. I, um, otherwise I watched films on, on TV and, you know, we didn't Mm. have any like players or, they would allow people to watch. There was a lot of Soviet films, you know, yes. which were great. And, you know, some of them are great. And uh, black and white, I remember. It's just such, it looks like, it's, it feels like ages ago. It's yeah. like so old. But there was so much, there was so much censorship of, of outside cinema, cinema from, from overseas as well. Yeah, I don't think we saw anything American. I remember lots of, um, I remember French films, Italian films, um, uh, but not American films, no. So, so what changed for you? Because obviously, you 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 know you've lived all around the world, and uh, you you know, you lived you moved to Moscow fairly early in in your life, then Paris, then all over. So, at what point in that did this cinematic experience really hit you? At what point did you really connect with with going to see movies? Uh, do you know what? Um, pretty much immediately when I moved to Paris, I realized uh, how many cinemas there are around. I was like, well, this is. <laughs> this is a real world. There are, you know, like there were tons of films to go watch. And uh, what I did back in, back then they were doing uh, memberships. I don't know if they do it now. Like they, you could have a membership 
to a, to a cinema, mm -hmm. which means you paid monthly and then you didn't have to pay per film. Mm -hmm. So um, I could go and watch as many films as I wanted. So I remember I would literally, I saw, I became such a fan that I would walk out of one, uh, one room, get into another one and then walk out of that one and get into, I would see like three films in a row per day. That's a lot, you know, but I was young then and, you know, I was modeling. So I had time, you know, between work, there was nothing else I was doing. So I was just watching films constantly. And I remember the film that made a huge impact on me mm -hmm. uh, was Breaking the Waves. When I saw it, I, <laughs> it's just, it just blew me away. And the performance by Emily Watson was just it's so incredible. And I remember I, I, I thought to myself, wow, if it, if it's to one day play a role like that, I'd like to be an actress. And that took, it, it put a start to, and, and, and I looked for acting classes and I started taking them and that was it. And I was on my way. <laughs> um, that film just like made my decision. You know, I, I've always, look, I was, when I was uh, at school, I was in the school theater. So I was part of the theater. So I always performed, which was, it was my childhood hobby, but I didn't think of making it, you know, making it a, 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 a job, a profession. Yeah. Um, and then, as I said, like once I was in Paris and I saw that film, I thought, you know what? I miss it. I miss my, <laughs> my, my school theater. <laughs> and, uh, and I, and yeah. And I thought, you know what? I'll just go and do classes just for fun, just to fulfill myself because I wanted to express myself. And first it was just that it was just classes. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I remember a teacher told me, uh, she said, you know, Olga, you should, uh, you should try and do this seriously. And I said, really, you think so? She's like, yeah. She's like, I've been watching you. I think you could try. And I thought, well, if the teacher is saying that, maybe I, I should, you know, I just, <laughs> I thought, okay, I got to listen to, I mean, obviously I wanted it, but I, of course. you know, I didn't know, you know, how should I, could I, and, you know, it gave me a bit more confidence because I, she, she said that I really should. And I felt like, okay, well, you know, maybe I should start. And I started doing auditions and then, yeah, and started getting parts and slowly just started. And it's all because of breaking the waves. <laughs> all because of breaking the waves. <laughs> I know, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Have you ever told, for example, have you ever told Emily Watson that? Or have you ever told, say, Stellan Skarsgård that? <laughs> or Yes, I, I have told you that I worked with Stellan on, on, on um, Don Quixote, of yeah. course. And we spoke about that and his experience and, and about Lars and how it was working with him. And I have actually, I met once, she, I don't know if um, she remembers, but I met Emily uh, in LA during, I think it was like Oscars week, week or Golden Globes week uh, around that time. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, I met her at one of the parties and I did tell her, I did tell her, but I was so like, I was so like, it's incredible. I met so many people, you know, like, you know, I work with Tom Cruise and, you know, and, and Daniel Craig and, you know, Pierce Brosnan. And yeah, I mean, they're impressive and it's like, hi, hi. But because she, her performance was so important in my life, when I met her, I was so starstruck with Emily Watson. I think it's the only person who I literally, I swallowed my tongue. I couldn't speak. <laughs> and I was like, you know, 
she was, and I was like, oh, and I think I started, I was, I, I got tears in my eyes because I was so, uh, I was so touched. I don't know. That film really made a huge impact. So when I met her, I was just, I was like all over the place. I was like, my emotions were, you know, I was in admiration and, and I had to talk to her and I didn't know how, and it was this confusion. And yeah. it's interesting. It's funny how, you know, we are, it's all about what you, yeah. What yeah. touches you in life. And yeah. And then I did tell Lars as well, because I met Lars. <laughs> um, uh, Cause actually, yeah, I auditioned for one of his films <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and yeah. And I told him, I told him that I love the film. So yeah, all of them, they all know. <laughs> all of them, all of them. They that's amazing. Know. It can all be traced back to breaking the waves. Uh, that's, yeah. that's extraordinary. So, so, so that, that period in your life when you are, immersing yourself in in cinema did that yield do you have a favorite cinema for example if uh, i'm guessing that perhaps your favorite cinema is in paris oh like the actual cinema building you mean yeah do you have a favorite um, favorite one actually no like the honest sounds i never really like thought you know i would just go wherever you know wherever like what's closer to me <laughs> you know because <laughs> i had the card so it would be a card for either the uh, UGC, you know, type or Gaumont. So you'd have of course, yes. or, and, and like they're, they all, all over Paris. And so it would be just as long as my membership corresponded to the one I had membership. And at some point I had membership of both. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, no, not, not really. I just tried to go close to the cinema where I lived. Fair enough. To where I lived. Yeah. Fair enough. So let, let's talk about some, uh, memorable experiences that you perhaps have had in a cinema uh, with an audience? Because it's that audience connection, mm. I think, that makes cinema so special. The idea that we're all having this communal experience in the dark with strangers, and that can affect your emotions. So, you know, uh, you can mm. you can laugh, you can cry, you can do whatever. Uh, so do you remember, is there a moment that, uh, you know, the funniest moment, for example, you know, the funniest film you've ever seen in the cinema, a moment when you were laughing? So hard you spilled your popcorn. Oh God! Did I? <laughs> I think most of the time I was crying. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say because Breaking the Waves <laughs> is not a funny film, Olga. So I was, <laughs> was going to say. And and believe me, I uh, I watched it at least ten times. And what's incredible, I sobbed for all of the ten times. Like there was not. At some point, you would think I knew I knew the film by heart, and I'll yeah. get used to it. And it's like I've already spilled out those emotions; like it's done. And yet, it would get me every time. Like it's just, uh, it just gets me. And it's like I've never seen it before. How is that possible? I don't. That film has a huge impact on me. Well, anyway, we've established, <laughs> we've established that. But yeah, crying. Um, yeah, I. Oh, when when did when did I laugh? Wow, I think I had a tendency also to watch rather sad films or dramas or because i was drawn to it more mm -hmm. in a weird way especially back then mm -hmm. now i think i appreciate comedy more <laughs> um and uh, i actually love well i love comedies now and yeah. back then i was like yeah i was um i was searching i was inside myself intense. you know i was i was intense i was into you know i was reading Schopenhauer and you know, I was like, so it was dark. Like I was, um, I, I, that's what I was drawn to. So yeah, I don't remember when I laughed for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> 
that may be the well, most. In- I like hearing you laughing now. It's no, so yeah, wonderful. because that's that's an incredibly intense sentence all by itself. I don't remember when I laughed for the first time. That is that is that, that that's mm-hmm. almost Chekhov. That is that is beautiful and it's you know it's profound, stark. Funny as well. I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. So let's skip. Let's skip comedies. Olga. We'll skip comedies. Let's skip comedies. We'll skip Sorry. comedies. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, and you've taken care of crying because you've cried plenty in <laughs> in breaking the waves. Uh, but what about you know? You're in Black Widow. You've done a lot of blockbusters in in your life, and there have been times in my life when I've had some incredible communal experiences with audiences when they've frankly lost their minds about something that's happened on screen. <laughs> uh, Avengers Endgame springs to mind for me uh, recently. Have you ever had that moment where an audience has just gone nuts about something? Again, I don't think, I don't remember that. No, I don't remember people reacting to strongly. I guess people... Mm. Uh, Breaking um, the waves tends to have people crying <laughs> softly <laughs> rather than... Yeah, everyone was sobbing. Applauding. Um, Actually, most of the reactions, I know where I usually feel it. And when people do react, it's during the festivals because, you know, people are, they're usually cinema people, people that appreciate it and they are really involved. And we all, and this is where you, you know, people kind of, it's like a group of people watching the film. Like it's a, it's a thing, you know, you're there for the cinema and therefore people tend to be more reactive. So yeah, I think during festivals, public gets, you know, because they're also like, we're all, you know, half of the cinema is, colleagues the people that make movies themselves so therefore the reaction is big and people clap and people stand up afterwards so of course those are this is much more of a an alive and reactive uh, audience but with that but with watching a film at a festival you know we've all heard and read reports about long standing ovations at film festivals have you ever been part of that has that ever happened to you at a festival you know after the film is screened where people are applauding and you have to be on your feet for 10 or 15 minutes I've always wondered what it would be like for an actor. Yeah, it was. Well, actually, the the very recent one, and I think it was the last time I went to Cannes, for example, it was uh, Don Quixote. Um, and, you know, and we're, we were all there, you know, and Terry was there and and people were standing, yeah, and clapping and all the lights were on us. And it was just such, it's such a lovely moment. But I felt, I mostly, I felt so pleased for Terry, for Terry Gilliam. He, you know, knowing, you know, how much he, how, how, like, well, the whole story behind the film and how long he has tried yeah. uh, to make it for yeah. and everything that happened to him. I just, and to see this big smile on his face and he's such a joyful person. Like when you know him, he's just such a, you know, bubbly, amazing man, like full of energy and 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 very clever and funny. And yeah. I just, you know, to see him smile, I thought, Gosh, you deserve it so much. And it was a beautiful moment. But the the thing I've always wondered about that, uh, Olga, is, you know, it's a standing ovation and that's that's great. But these things can go on for 5, 10, 15 minutes. And mm-hmm. does that get tiring or does it get awkward? Because you're standing there and everyone's applauding and then people are looking at their watches going, should we be stopping applauding now? Should we go home? <laughs> does it, what does it yeah. feel like for you? Yeah, I see what you mean. Actually, yeah, I never thought of it, of it, but yeah, you're right. Actually, at some point, if it if it lasts for too long, then it's kind of yeah, it's a little awkward. You're thinking, oh, okay, well, they're still clapping. I gotta, I gotta keep smiling. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hi guys, hi, and you just you keep smiling, you keep smiling. At some point, you know, your your mouth start like uh, you know, you, you can't 
you can't smile anymore. You're like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, my, my, my face is frozen because I just keep the same expression. I'm not, I knew it. It's, it's a I funny knew one, it. but of course, yes, yes, yeah. it, there is a, but that happens like much, you know, it has to go for a long, long time, but, uh, but it is still, it's, it's pleasant and it's kind of, it's a weird experience. You're just mm. there and, um, and you, you know, people are grateful and you're grateful to them for appreciating. It's just this mm. moment of, recognition of saying thank you to each other and celebrating the arts. So. That's amazing. It's obviously, because I've, I've never done anything worthy of praise, so I've never had anyone applaud me. So I'm, I'm just... Ah, uh, you're too I'm modest. Ju- I'm sure it's not true. But I applaud myself usually, but uh, but that doesn't count. Uh, so <laughs> we're talking obviously about that. That ovation occurred uh, at Cannes for the Man Who Killed Don Quixote. And, you know, you know, have you had... Th- th- you must have watched countless, countless of your own movies. Uh, in cinemas, you know, premieres mm-hmm. and things like that. Is that is that a strange experience? What what is it like watching yourself on the big screen with a group of people? Well, if it's the first time I'm watching, it's a bit nerve wracking because uh, obviously, you know, you know, I'm discovering my work and what I've done, and obviously, it's it's very it's like an exam. It's like checking, okay, <laughs> did. Uh, did, you know, did I do well? Did that go right? Is that fine? Okay. Oh, did they pick that take? Oh, okay. Why didn't they pick the other take? Oh, there were better takes or, oh no. Why did like, oh, why did they cut this out? It's this whole thing that goes through your mind. You, you can't, the first time you don't watch a movie. Like if you're an actor, I think I'm like, okay, it's all technical. It's like, what am I doing? And why is that there? And why, like, you know, oh, and then they cut this wonderful scene that was the best scene and it's not in the movie yeah. like, this is what goes through um the mind and i'm not the, i spoke to actors they they said it's exactly that like i'm not the only one who yeah who's like that well they're actors that don't watch they don't want to know and others they do and if they do that's that's apparently how they feel and and then second time i can i can just watch the movie i can relax and i don't see myself and it's just the movie <laughs> it's like okay i already know it's all good, and I can just, you know, watch it as a, just just as a film, just as a story. But yeah, it's it's a little nerve wracking. Um, well, for me, yeah, everyone's different. But yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. I, I can imagine it. It's a very very strange experience. And uh, you mentioned that you missed popcorn, and uh, <laughs> well, so I that have... was a joke. I mean, there was a joke, but yeah. I mean, well, it yeah, nice but you know, it is it is a crucial part of the cinema going experience. Crucial uh, part. Crucial absolutely. part. Uh, I don't imagine. I can't imagine you stuffing popcorn into your mouth whilst watching Breaking the Waves for the tenth time with tears dripping down your face. Yes, I wasn't eating popcorn during that. <laughs> <laughs> and and if I was in the first time, not knowing what I was gonna, I probably choked on it at some point and put it down and never touched it <laughs> until the film ended. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. But the yeah. big question is, Olga, sweet or salted popcorn? Uh-huh. That's a big question do you know what i like a mix that is the right answer yeah yeah i like the mix and if the mix doesn't exist i think i would go for actually sweet i know really yeah you just get sweet and then salted and mix them together yourself then it's perfect yeah but it's the right answer that is the right answer and uh, on that note i'm gonna let you go it's been an absolute pleasure delving into (laughs) your your cinema memories olga kurilenko thanks very much indeed thank you very much thank you so that was Olga Kurilenko celebrating her cinema-going memories. And did anyone have Breaking the Waves as the film she's seen most in the cinema? Really? Really? I don't believe you. Hmm. 
Anyway, that is it for this first episode of Celebration of Cinema, brought to you by Empire in association with Meerkat Movies from Compare the Market. I'll be back next week with another really fun interview talking to the fantastic British composer and very, very funny man, David Arnold. In the meantime, I'm off to watch Breaking the Waves and see if a single solitary tear will roll down my cheek and into my popcorn. Hey, maybe that's how they make salted popcorn in the first place. Huh. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.